What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dad Strides Podcast, the running podcast, all about getting those tired dad legs moving again. I'm your newest dad host, Caleb Babcock. And it's your favorite dad, Niles. And today we have a special guest. He is not a dad, but he channels the dad vibes and sends harder than probably anyone you know personally. If you remember back to an old episode, the guy who ran his feet off uh, had skin socks. Not sure if you remember that episode. We mentioned um, it. But we mentioned it. Um, <laughs> skin socks. This is, this is that guy. Um, he basically will run farther than you, but doesn't call himself a runner. And honestly, one of the grittiest dudes I've ever met has probably 10x my grit levels, Randall. What's up, Randall? What's up? Randall Brown, everybody. And his name's freaking Randall. I know. <laughs> like, can we just start there? Like, his parents are like, okay, well, how can we make this kid a legend? We'll name him Randall. <laughs> Thank, thanks for having me. That's uh, yeah. my dad's name. So, Oh, wait. Are oh, you, I didn't are you junior? Uh, I, I don't think I'm technically a junior because we have different middle names. <sighs> but, okay. you mean, I could be. You know? Right. That's sick. He's his, own, he's his own Randall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know um, the rules on that. <laughs> so, obvi- so, my first question Randall is our ex coworker at moment. How yep. does it feel to not work? You quit oh, your job. It's, it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, dude, don't tell me that, bro. I'm going to go quit right that, now. I don't have anything to do. That's yeah, amazing. Well, where are you right now? I am in Lordsburg, New Mexico, about to start the Continental Divide Trail. Wow. Lordsburg. Lordsburg. Yeah, like Randall from uh, Lordsburg would be. It's, uh, it's desert. Be it's just flat, plain desert. But the journey isn't going to be flat because I've been on the Continental Divide Trail, sections of it in Colorado, very hilly. Yeah. A lot so, of lightning storms, a lot of big thunderstorms too. Yeah. I remember we like ran off this peak because it was basically our hair started standing up and it was like, we need to go. There's like a, a thunderstorm coming. Yeah. I've uh, experienced crazy. that a little bit in Colorado before. The first few hundred miles are like just flat desert. I mean, there's some hills no and stuff, way. but nothing too crazy. <laughs> Okay, so if you're if you are unsure what we're talking about, Randall is running the Continental Divide Trail. No, Randall is hiking <laughs> through hiking through hiking the three thousand plus mile trail, which is bigger than the PCT, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, which he's, one, done, which he's which done, which he's done. Yeah, don't don't talk about that. Don't get don't get it twisted. He's done that, and it's one of the three uh, like main through hikes in North America. Correct. Yep, this is all correct, right? Okay. I'm like, I'm just making sure. <laughs> do you know, like, going into it, do you know, like, do you do, like, a ton of research on the specific trail? Like, do you, do you have to for these kind of hikes? Or do you, um, are you just kind of going in, like, I know, I know where I'm going. <laughs> uh, north. So, like, on the PCT, I did a ton of research. Like, I read all these books people wrote. You know, I, like, mm-hmm. looked up all this stuff. Yeah. Um, with this, right. I've done a lot less. That makes sense. Um, Come on. I love that. So, That's so Randall. Just so Cindy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, I a, mean, there's an app for it. So, it's like, you just kind of oh. follow the app. Which makes and it as easy. an app developer, you can you know critique it as well as yep, use it yep. out in the field. Yeah. Um, are you are you chasing a high or a feeling that you had when? Because obviously the PCT was life changing. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like the the community you feel on the trail, like just what you go through and simplify life. I'm sure. Like, are you hoping to experience that and more, or like what's your goal on the Continental Divide? Yeah, I think a little bit is sort of recreating that feeling of just like. You're sort of like existing outside of normal society, which is a pretty fun, Love pretty that. fun way to live. <laughs> right. That's cool. So you're, so you're like, are you, are you stoking right now? Like you're, are you an Airbnb right before? Like, no, I'm at, I'm at a comfort inn 
That's okay. Sick. <laughs> so, and like everything you have for the next, how, how long is it going to take? Um, I'm hoping it's going to take around four, four to five months. Cool. So, man, that's going to be so sick. Yeah. The PCT took me like exactly four months. And then this is okay. about 500 miles longer. So, okay. how many miles are you covering a day at that pace? Um, it's like 20 to 25 a day. A marathon a day? Yeah. You, you kind of work into that. Like you get your fitness will like, once you hit like thousand miles in, you'll be like, ripped, yeah, I'll right? be, I'll be cruising. Like when I finished the PCT, <laughs> I was doing like 35 miles a day through Washington, which is like one of the hardest parts. Right. That's sick. Okay. Does okay. This, in this trail we'll have, sorry, I, I'm just like asking. Caleb is more rapid firing questions. What's <laughs> funny am, is, 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 is before, before this episode, he's like, Hey, I want to be a good interviewer. And by doing and now, and now that just means g- getting like six word answers from Randall and like asking, <laughs> yeah, him, like, like, we're, we're six minutes in and we've asked more questions than we've ever asked any guest ever. <laughs> uh, that's true. Well, okay. Last one then before we like can go into whatever story yeah, time. I, don't I know. want to sure. hear Randall's, I want to hear Randall's like whole, whole, but, whole spiel. Okay, we can go into it then. What's the main what's the main difference then between PCT and Continental Divide minus just the locations? Is there is it known for something? Um it's kind of known to be a bit more rugged. So like it's not really like finished, I guess. So there's mm-hmm. lots of there's lots of like open sections of road walking or just like parts that people kind of choose their own adventure. So like the PCT is a very established track. You know, people very rarely like take other routes except unless there's like a fire or something to get around but the cdt has like a whole bunch of different options and people kind of take them a lot uh like okay. there's a popular like one of the parts of new mexico it's like through the gila river like almost everyone does that even though it's not officially the cdt just because it's way cooler mm. you're hiking through a river mm-hmm. there's water um i think it's like the first the first hundred miles of the cdt doesn't have any natural water sources so you're like re- you're relying on people to like cash your water and just like jug somewhere or like you're drinking out of cow troughs. Cow troughs. That's pretty yeah. sick. Like the trough the the cow drinks out of. Yeah, so like sometimes you got to sort of scare the cows away and get all the algae and crap out. <laughs> so I guess my first question is like how do you plan this? Like like how long have you been planning it? What details do you need to sort out? Like if I'm if someone's listening or myself is like, okay, I'm going to go freaking do the CDT, which has to be less popular than the PCT. Cause you yeah. Like it's not someone's probably first through, through big through hike. Right. Yeah. But still like, h- how do you plan this stuff? Um, I mean, I guess for the CDT, I could, like I had already done the PCT. So it's, it makes it a bit easier just to have an idea of how to like figure out a through hike. Um, right. but there's, there's a really helpful website. There's this guy that's done the PCT and CDT. Um, it's called Halfway Anywhere, and he does a, a big survey of all the people that hiked the year before and then kind of, like, asks them all these questions, and they'll say stuff like, this is where I wanted to send, like, a resupply box of food because, like, this town doesn't have good food, like, that kind of stuff. So that his That's nice. his website's super, super helpful for that. Um, okay. Then there's, like, an app that um, this guy, I think his trail name was Gut Hook, um, and so the, the app was called Gut Hooks for a while. Now he's, like, sort of built it out into a real business um it's called far out guides now um so like there's a there's a couple there's one app for the cdt it's this far out guides and it you know has like all these different like waypoints so it's like you know at mile 32 there's this there's a cow trough at mile 40 there's a water cache at mile 50 there's a good campsite um and you can leave you can leave comments on on all those places too so you can be like oh yeah this 
this like stream is dry or the stream's flowing really well. Oh, that's cool. Right. Hey, this was a little bit of a dirty, dirtier cow trough than expected. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. sometimes you'll see like, oh, there was a dead like a dead deer in in this water or something like <laughs> right. like cool. I guess I'll add some like extra chemicals to this one. <laughs> More iodine <laughs> tablets. Yeah, but like the the app makes the, the logistics of it just way easier. I don't know how people right. did it before then. Like they were looking at right. paper maps and. And all that, but luckily well, I didn't. And then like the water, that. so like that first hundred miles, what are you gonna do for water? Um. Well, so with you can't carry it all, so con- right? No, definitely not. So the Continental Divide Trail Association, they actually like run some water caches along the way. So like they run a shuttle that takes me takes you to the border, and it's pretty expensive. It's like one hundred forty dollars. Um, oh wow! But it's like a, it's like a three hour drive on like a shitty, mm, right. like a really crappy dirt road. Like you need like a big truck. <laughs> Um, but they, they cash water for you along the way. So like, that's part of what the fee is for. Um, so that's how, that's what I'm going to do at the beginning. And then, you know, there's the cow troughs and like, I guess the farmers in the area, like the ranchers all stock those and just, yeah, it's a little bit about that survival mentality and figuring it out. It's probably half the fun if you're not right in a terrible like situation if you're not like yeah, dying yeah. and then yeah it's like it's, yeah. it's probably fun until it isn't but it does yeah. sound like a fun test and it's kind of the yeah. point right is to suffer a little bit yeah i mean it's, i don't know if the point is to suffer but the point you know it's like sort of testing yourself and just sort of you switch over to this yeah. mentality of like this like really primal like food water shelter like that's all you yeah. think about and it's it's kind of amazing how quickly that switches like after a few days of hiking you're just like you stop thinking about the outside world and just like all right, where's the next water? When am I getting food? Where am I sleeping? Niles, were you you were in the van when we picked up that guy that was finishing his Rooster. PCT hike? Rooster. Rooster. <laughs> he was and he was totally in that headspace. Like we were oh, the first yeah. people to we just picked him up off Stevens Pass and then drove mm-hmm. him down to a town to get mm-hmm. new socks because his were like gone or wet for the last yeah. week or something. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you could tell he was just like a little overwhelmed, even like and I was like, I don't want to like overwhelm you with talking about too much because he's been on, hiking for four months you're just living mm-hmm. in the woods um what how, how do you get kind of that trail name like do you know how that started and does the one you get on pct is that what you're keeping into cdt yeah so i think i think trail names started i, I mean they started like as a thing on the appalachian trail just because it was like that back when people started hiking the appalachian trail it was like that was just a really weird thing to do. Like people, they built the Appalachian oh, Trail. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like people built the Appalachian Trail, like as it sort of just, they wanted to make a connecting trail for people to, you know, get around on the East Coast, but not, they never expected anyone to like hike it at once. And like the first few okay. people that did it, like nobody believed them. Um, <laughs> so like these people were just kind of weirdos and I think they probably got nicknames. I think there's this like, there's like a, uh, there's like this running club thing, like these, like they give each other like these hash names. I forget what it's called. It's like these hasher clubs or something. And like, okay. I think it kind of comes from that too. I don't really know a ton about that. I met a guy at a bar once that was telling me about it. Sick. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it he sounds was like, pretty incredible. To I got me. his phone number. He was like, you should go running. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to text you again, but <laughs> I, probably, I probably should have. <laughs> so wait, what's right. your trail name then? Uh, so and how'd my, you get it? My trail name was uh, blue steel on the PCT. Um, solid and so i got that because like part partly because most of my stuff is blue just kind of like i had a blue backpack blue t-shirt um i had like a i had a university of michigan t-shirt on that i wore and so everyone was like calling me michigan for a while but that just seemed kind of like kind of boring um Mm -hmm. and so and it's taken 
There's a, there's a state <laughs> yeah, after yeah. all. Right. You know, um, yeah. And then, so one day it was just like, we were walking down this really cool Ridge and there's like a cool sunset and we were kind of doing a little photo shoot. Like me and a couple other hikers. And one guy turns to me, he's like, Oh, just give me your best blue steel, you know, from Zoolander. Nice. And yeah. so and you were like, like, Oh, that's, that's the name. And so like it kind of stuck. Nice. Um, so you have how many named by someone else? You don't, I mean, you can pick your own if you want. Like, I think it's a little more fun if you have like a little story behind it and it's, someone. It's more like when you start identifying by it, probably. Right. Yeah. And like introducing yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think my favorite name that I saw on the whole PCT was there's a guy, um, his name was Peter Pantsless. And he just hiked in his underwear. <laughs> and so by, by the time I saw him, he had, like seems so PCT to me. Yeah. He had leaned into that name and like he had this like green shirt that he like cut the bottom so it was like all jagged like peter pan's shirt and it was just like peter pantsless super funny and he had like feathers in his cap and he just like just a weirdo but yeah what are some trail stories can we just get in like like the strangest people you've met the like because i've heard some things where like you know you're out in the woods by yourself like it can get a little spooky at times or people can get Mm -hmm. a little weird i'm so curious if you have any stories that stand out in that in that realm um yeah, I mean, I have, like, a ton of stories. It's hard to, like, come up with one on the spot, I guess. But, yeah, uh, I mean, you, you meet just a lot of really interesting people because, like, it's kind of a weird thing to quit your job for, you know, four, four to six months and just go go do it. What I was really surprised with was how many people were just, like, dead broke. Like, I met a guy. This was, like, <laughs> this was, like the second week of the, the trip. We were, like, near Big Bear, California. And he was, like, he's, like, oh, I, like, got rid of all like i only bought like cashews for like this week of food because i wanted to save money and i was like what he's like do you have anything you trade and i was like i don't really have any food left because like we're getting into town tomorrow i was like i have like two pounds of cashews and then he (laughs) he gets to big bear and he's like i I have like literally zero dollars i was like so what are you gonna like how are you gonna keep going and he's and and what he did he he got a job at a coffee shop in big bear and just that's where he lives now i mean i don't know about now but he just like oh, he just stopped. Yeah, he just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> what? That sounds. I mean, that's crazy. If you didn't really have it, I mean, I think that's another reason why people kind of go on these. Well, it, depending on where you're at, but like vision quest, like maybe you don't have right. no idea what you want to do. Right. And you're like, it's like a I'm gonna walk to trip. my next job. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and that's what he did. Uh, what do you? What, what was your go-to food? Or like, what's your food? I guess going into CDT, what's your food? Uh, what's it look like? Um. So I haven't. I haven't actually bought any food yet. Um, that's that's the plan for today because I have like. Do you leave in two days? Sorry. Yeah, I I leave on May fifth. That's when the truck drives you down the long road. Yep, (laughs) May fifth. Okay, yeah, two days. How did you convince your wife to let you do this? Uh, that's yeah, that's my biggest question. Just just very like persistence, I guess. Just (laughs) just casually bringing it up every once in a while until it as a joke until it got more and more serious i guess <laughs> that's a great strategy that sounds exactly like something i'd do look how funny would it be if i did this and you would see the reaction and then you gauge but you, yeah you guys don't have be. you guys don't have kids yet no no pets either so she's we, just like we have or, a cat so she's she's okay. hanging with a cat a cat a cat hardly counts for something you have to be really responsible for cats are very but it's comforting for her when randall oh gone. that yeah. that's true this is not something to take yeah. care of what yeah. is she still working like during this time yep yeah so okay. she she gets to she gets to pay for stuff she she gets to pay for the mortgage <laughs> well actually she gets I, to pay for the cashews she, i'm still paying for a part of the mortgage but <laughs> um <laughs> 
what uh will she link up with you do you think yeah i think so um hopefully she can get some time off to like come out do a little hiking it's really hard for her to like you know she can't just like say like i'm gonna take june 6th to 12th off and like know where i'm gonna be so like planning that's oh, pretty, right. pretty tough but because um, if you're two if, if you're two days back or ahead it's like what you're gonna wait for her or you're gonna like go do pull an, an all-nighter to like right get into silverton colorado by the time or whatever yeah yeah so like the way that i sort of convinced her originally to do the pct was so she was going she wanted to go to grad school and she got she applied to grad school in like all over the country and it was kind of like okay she's gonna go to grad school i'll quit my job at the same time and then i'll just like kind of move to wherever you go right. and mm-hmm. she got waitlisted at a school and she didn't get in anywhere and i was like but at that point i had kind of like done a lot of planning i was like really looking forward to it and you're we like okay we're looking yeah. forward to quitting your job too yeah and so it was kind of like okay i, I kind of think i want to do this and she was like okay that's fine and then like literally like a week before i left she got into like she got in off that wait list and we had to like figure out how to move all our stuff and like so she moved off across the country to new york and i went and hiked and like oh that's right when we met you you were living in new york i forgot about that and so that because she went to grad school and so now we kind of had this agreement like i moved away for two years and i sort of like supported her for two years so she i get i get my two years um, right, and so like the the hike is kind of part of that. Okay, it's the end of it, and then maybe That's you'll fair. be then have some kids or something. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of another thing we we talked about. She's like, you know, if you do this, like we might have to start trying to have kids. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. that's fair. Right. No, you guys are super adventurous. I do like to like hear out how couples make it work because right. so many people do, and you can still live the lifestyle. You don't like have to just pull the plug on all your adventures. But a four mm-hmm, month right. one is pretty significant, like sacrifice on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've always wanted to do the, a, like a one month, like hike. Like I want to do the John Muir trail and I want to just take my time and, and actually enjoy mm-hmm. the area. And right. I don't think I'll ever do, <clears throat> I'll never say never, but I couldn't, I don't really see myself unless my kid grows up and like is super interested in hiking and I have then retired and I'd be like, yeah, I'll do the PCT with you. Let's go for the whole summer, but we'll see. Yeah. It's definitely like Even a, it as a family a would be epic. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's families for sure that do it um yeah like especially I, f- I feel like i see a lot on the appalachian trail and there's like I, i've seen kids yeah. like they were carrying ipads so their kids could like kind of do some school stuff and it's like super interesting <laughs> Whoa. i mean the ipad but you're outdoors it's a good balance i get it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like um but i mean they're doing dang. like they're doing like tree identification and stuff like that like yeah they're like oh, working cool. into the hike so it's pretty pretty cool i mean i that'd be a ton of work on top of a hike but Right. I mean, like yeah. imagining doing that with my kid and like my kid complaining that they're hungry and like you actually mm-hmm. don't have a cha- like a way to get food. You can't just like drive them to but Chick-fil-A or something. Yeah. I feel like they'll sl- so they'll gnarly. slowly morph into like I feel like kids can adapt and they would right. just just like you would get into that kind of primal mentality. They'd probably get depending on the kid, get stoked on it. Right. Um, wait, it's so cool way to grow up. back to the food real quick. Will yeah. you do you have a stove with you? Because I know some through hikers are just like eat mush basically until they get into a town like what's your take on that yeah uh i've done i've tried like not having a stove and it's it's honestly not that bad um because you can like you can make a lot of stuff with tortillas and and whatnot but i i did bring a stove for this nice what's your full weight then roughly do you think um, or base weight they call it i'm yeah, not so my base weight like without food and water is like 14.7 pounds so it's not nice. bad. Pretty, it's like pretty. Yeah, that's great. 
it's like probably a little below average, but it's not like super ultra. Light. Like I've heard of people with like eight pound base weights. I think on, on the PCT, I was like 17 or 18 pounds. Okay. Cause you have a, is your tent like a, you set it up with your trekking poles and that yep. kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't have that on the PCT. I had like a big Agnes sort of normal tent. Yeah. I, I feel like, man, it'd be pretty fun to get into the gear of all this. Do you want to go? I kind of, I'm curious what your gear is like from like your, are you wearing the same shoes that you got your blisters into on the, yeah, the yeah, hundred miler? So I, I tried to, <laughs> no, you're not. Those uh, things are cashed, bro. No, no, not the well, same no, pair. The, probably the same brand, like the same type. Oh of model. my gosh. I thought I was like, dude, you ran a hundred mile race in those. Like throw those away. No, yeah, I, the threw same the, I threw those away okay. immediately. They destroyed my feet. <laughs> um, I think, I think it was actually my socks that messed up my feet. Um, mm. in the race. So like I tried some different shoes and like, I just didn't like them as much as these. And I've, done a ton of hiking in this kind of shoe without any problems so i just went back to that and tried some different right. socks i have a couple different pairs with me nice so gear so yeah, you said something that's confusing to me you said make your tent with your tent poles that's yeah. i don't I, like, like trekking poles well oh yeah with your trekking pole sorry what is that like you just have a tarp and you lay it over your trekking poles Kind of. I mean, I have, it's a tent, so it's got, you know, like a bug net and it's got like vestibules okay. sticking out the side and stuff. But instead okay. of having like aluminum or carbon fiber poles in it, you like actually just stick your trekking poles under it. So it's kind of like a triangle. Oh, that's sick. Just that's pretty, one less thing to bring smart. and it's right. integrated yeah. in. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, hear break it. Break down let's, the let's gear. Let's hear this gear list from top to bottom. Uh, all right. So like the big, the big three is the, my tent is the Z-Pax duplex. Um, which is like kind of the most popular tent on like all the, the big long trails. Um, that's, that's another yeah. thing that, that, that guy does in that survey. He like surveys what gear people use. So like, if you love it, if you want to like figure out what works, you just go buy that, like just buy the most popular yeah. thing and you like won't go wrong. Um, I have a sleeping bag from feathered friends, nice. uh, which is cool. So like that's, you know, Seattle local down company. Um, yeah. that's pretty light. It's like a 20 degree bag, which is probably overkill for the beginning, but it'll be really nice once I get up into the mountains. And right. then yeah. I'm using the, the moment, uh, mountain light backpack for, Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, so, awesome. The, the one from stroll. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, should be actually a good fit. So like, do you have a pad or. Yeah. I have like the, the Thermarest Uber light. So it's like the lightest inflatable <laughs> pad you can buy. I hear a lot of people like have some sort of issues with it, like popping from like using it a ton, but hopefully I don't. I've, I used it like the last two summers and it's been great. So what about like comfort, I comfort items? Do you bring any like, uh, nothing like too crazy. I mean, my phone and like a big battery pack. So I really like to watch Netflix yep. at night in the tent. <laughs> nice. <So> like <laughs> just, you just download a whole bunch of videos and, and just watch, watch one before bed, fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, do you gotta you, in, enjoy do, the trail. Do you watch like The Office, or I guess that's not that's not on Netflix anymore? But like, what do you watch? A Parks and Rec or something like just that's like comforting. Yeah, so, so, sometimes. Like, I think I watched when I did the PCT. It was like right when Ozark came out, and I watched like, dude, I, I watched just Ozark. Yeah, I have all the the latest season downloaded now. I downloaded all of Better Call Saul because I haven't watched that, and also it takes place in New Mexico, and I'm hiking through New Mexico. Oh, nice! So nice. that'll be fun. Yeah, the, I've been out to the San Juan Mountains once before, the bottom of New Mexico, up into Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that was the first time I was ever at like 10,000, 11,000 feet or somewhere in that vicinity. And I was like, dude, I can like barely 
breathe while I'm like just walking around. We right. camped out there once and I was like, this is very high elevation, which yeah. I feel like is the CDT get to, or I guess Mount Whitney gets to like the highest point in the continental states on PCT, but yeah. the CDT seems pretty high elevation for a lot of it. Yeah. So it's, it's generally like way higher. Um, yeah. And like Mount Whitney's not even technically on, on the PCT. Oh, people so just like people. It's like, it it's like an eight mile like side trip and it's like, why not okay. do it? Right. Um, especially because you need like a permit to climb it, and your PCT permit like gets you lets you climb it. Oh, sweet. Um, oh, that's, that's cool. Awesome. And so, yeah, I didn't. I don't know anyone that skipped it unless they had already climbed it at some point before. So yeah. that, that's that's higher, but generally, like the CDT, I think the lowest point on the CDT is actually in Glacier National Park. So it's at the very end, um, and it's like four thousand feet or something. Whereas, that's crazy yeah. oh the, wow some bear action will, you'll, you'll definitely get some bear action in glacier yeah. especially if it's all if it's all remote and up in wyoming yeah right yeah there's definitely Maybe. like wyoming and i mean you go through yellowstone goes all oh, through okay. montana so <laughs> nice yeah Dude, it's gonna be so cool what do you, are you gonna update yeah tell us like how how people can follow you if they want i definitely want to like follow yeah. you are you tracking mm-hmm. or are you gonna be are you trying a blog? to post yeah you're yeah a blog, I, I, have a, I have a blog <laughs> yeah. so. okay. okay perfect um it's it, it's in my Instagram, but uh, it's like cdt.adventuresnotvacations.com. Nice. <laughs> Dude, we should try to do an episode like halfway through and then one more at the end. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I'm so down. That'd be fun. If you're not too primal for us <laughs> during the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I yeah. actually have to, I have a wedding I'm going to go to in the middle. Like, So I'm flying back okay. to Seattle like in the middle and I'm oh, just cool. going to look I'm gonna look gnarly and have like this yeah. big like, half beard and just... Because you're super clean shaven right now. If you're just listening on the podcast, not, or I guess, yeah, we don't have a video on this. That's our (laughs) other job. Um, If you're listening, Randall, nice. You look like you go to a wedding right now. Nice clean shave, good haircut. Nice haircut, got got shaved a few days ago. Will you do like on your blog then, like a photo, like before, like first day, obviously, selfie, and then, yeah. Yeah, I've actually, I've already started it. So I did, I posted like my whole gear list. It's like literally everything I'm carrying. Um, and then I've sort of blogged about like this journey I've taken to get to New Mexico. Cause that's been just like, I saw that like your, your Amtrak train got, yeah, tell canceled, us about right? that. Yeah. So there's no like good way to get to this town, Lordsburg, New Mexico. It's just like a really small town, like kind of near the border. Um, but they have an Amtrak stop. And so mm-hmm. I thought like, instead of flying to, I could fly to like Albuquerque or El Paso or something and then take like a Greyhound or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'll just take the train from Seattle. Like, that'll be kind of fun. When, el- when else am I going to take like a cross country train trip? Right, and yeah. it started out great, but they, like, <laughs> I had to catch a different train in LA. And so I was kind of worried that I was going to miss like, cause I had like an hour layover to like catch this train and Amtrak is not like terribly on time. They're, yeah. No, I've heard that. So, so I was like, like Oh, we're behind another, like a freight train. We got to right. delay another hour. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like, pretty worried that I wasn't going to make that connection. And then we actually stayed like, like pretty remarkably on time. And then, so my second day on the train, cause it was like, I was on, it took until like sun, like I left Saturday morning, took till Sunday night to get to LA. And like sometime in the middle of the day on Sunday, I get a phone call from Amtrak saying that that train is canceled. Um, cause there's like a wildfire near Palm Springs that like, took out the some rail bridge and so like they just canceled the train and i was like well great 
And so wow. I got a Greyhound Great, bus. I'm doing the PCT again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could have just hopped on a train down to San Diego and yeah. done it from there. But um, so I had to get, I had to figure out how to get to, to Lordsburg from LA now and found a great, like they had, there's just a bunch of Greyhound buses that I could take that are like going to Texas or whatever. And so I took one like later in the day on Monday. So I spent the night in LA Sunday night, just kind of had the whole day to like go be a tourist, which was pretty fun. Went to like the mm. art museum. I went to oh, the nice. La Brea tar pits. I went. <laughs> What's a, the vibe of, what is the vibe of like a Greyhound bus these days? I've only ever taken like once in my life, but like I see them on movies and it's usually someone like escaping from some family issue. It's just like, yeah, right. it's, it's always a little more downtrodden. It was yeah. that. Yeah, it was weird uh, for sure. <laughs> so like, like, I had to get to the Greyhound station in LA, which is like, I don't, they're never in like nice parts of town. Off Skid Row probably. And so, yeah. yeah, it's pretty close to Skid Row, I think. And so I was like, I was staying in downtown LA and I got, I got a scooter cause I don't know, Ubers yeah. are pretty expensive. And so I, I just hopped on a scooter and I'm like riding through town. I was like, this seems like a place I don't want to be. And, yeah. but luckily I'm a lot in. of LA. And so I get to the train station and it was like, this is definitely a place I don't want to be. Right. <laughs> and, but I mean, I got on, the, got on the bus. It was fine. Um, it was pretty empty. There was probably only like 10 or 15 of us at the beginning. Oh, that's nice. And then, but then we sort of stopping along the way. And then I think it was in San Bernardino. We picked up just like a million people and filled the bus and everyone was just being like super loud, super like they're cause everyone's like on, San Bernardino on sketch. That's what I've heard. It's like ex cons and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> That's funny. Niles probably knows more. I mean, he's well, I mean it's, it's just, it's just the Valley. It's, I mean, it's not San Bernardino in and of itself. It's not is fine, but it, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's a little, it's not rougher. It, yeah. It's a little rougher. I would say. Yeah. And so like at that point, pretty much everyone had to like sit with someone else in, on the bus. Cause like I had my backpack just sitting on the seat next to me and I like put it below my feet and it was just pretty cramped and uncomfortable. And a lot of people weren't moving their stuff out of the way. So people were getting really angry and I was like, Oh God, I just, this, I got like 12 more hours of this. And right. then, wow. Well, and it's funny to experience like that side of humanity, which like you, yeah. it's just like the, well, the and part. It, and then, and then all you're of about them, to go, that's hike. what you're going to go. Like, that's what you're like escaping. It's just like yeah. people, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like like when on an airplane, everybody kind of stops paying any attention and doesn't know what's going on and just like forget how to be people. And it's like right. yeah. much worse on a bus. Like everyone's like even more ridiculous. <laughs> well, it takes so much longer. Yeah. Well, but and, is it cheap? Is the ticket on a Greyhound like affordable considering gas? And I mean, I guess right I mean, I, it was fair. Like it, the train was cheaper and like okay. way mm. better yeah um, the train ride down <laughs> from, from seattle to la was awesome like i went to the really? diner car every day like they had like right it's like perfectly cooked steaks and like it was sweet how long did you it take? ate steaks on yeah. the, i love that dude just eat steaks on the train that's amazing i've heard it's a great train ride sarah's parents like took it all the way to canada or like the border and then like mm -hmm. hopped over to vancouver and stuff like, yeah from la speaking of borders too like the does the cdt go through like more than just the U United States? Does um, it go up into Canada and Mexico? I mean, it doesn't doesn't go into Mexico. I don't think you can cross the Mexican border anywhere like very okay. legally by foot. That's not like a road. Um, yeah. The I mean, the PCT doesn't really technically go into Canada either, but there is like 
the closest civilization by far is in Canada. So there is a trail that connects from the border. And that's, I believe, the only place in like the U.S. and Canada where you can cross without going through customs. Like you have okay. to get a special like entry permit. And that's, been, that's been closed for like two or three years. Because of COVID, what I heard was if people wanted to finish the full PCT, they had to get to the end post, go back 30 miles to get out legally yeah. in, the, in Washington. Yeah, so you go up to it's uh, what's the Hearts Pass up in like North Cascades. That's like the closest road, and it's like thirty miles from the end. Yeah. And that's like a rough road to get up to. And typically, people can get to the end and then go into Canada to yeah, get it's like, leave. Then, right? then it's like an eight mile hike to this little resort, and right, it's like super nice, so and funny, cool. Um, and Man. then the CDT finishes right on the border in Glacier National Park, and they actually the rangers like have run like a customs station there so it's like the border with like waterton lakes national park in canada and glacier national park and so that it's like the the trail sort of finished there's sort of two places you can finish you can finish at i think it's like called goat haunt which is where i've heard of that which is just like the kind of normal finishing and then it's like chief mountain which is actually a road that goes into canada um yeah i heard you get your passport stamped with like a special stamp at the goat haunt yeah that's fun and like that's that's been closed the last couple of years, but it's funny. Like the the website just says it might open this summer. Like <laughs> at, at first it was like they'll know. Like we'll have this updated by like March whether or not it'll open. And now it just says it might open. So it's like, but I think I think like it's a, like another thirty mile hike back to get to like a road in Glacier National Park and just kind of right. So that's a problem how, for four months from now. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, and how much does it cost? Like, you don't need to say how much you're putting into it, but like mm-hmm. generally if like, just how, how much money are you actually spending during these four or five months? Like including gear and everything. Yeah. Including gear. It's probably like, I mean, it depends a lot on like what kind of gear you need and, and all that, but it's like, and if you're eating steak, <laughs> yeah, it's probably, I mean, probably like five to $10,000 is pretty average. Okay. Um, like people do it real, real cheap, right? Like they, they have all their gear. It's all hand me down or whatever. They buy it used. Then like they go and they, they don't stay in hotels ever. They, you know, eat the cheap. They don't eat out at restaurants when they get into town. Um, I like oh, to, that's so much self-control. Yeah. I, I like to be a little more luxurious on my hike, but, um, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, I would uh, definitely want to do that too. Bougie. Treat yourself after all, bougie. like the hard, because you're not being bougie in the, in the tr- on the trail. It's also like the juxtaposition of you being like this hairy, dirty man eating like a really nice dinner. To me, mm-hmm. it's just so funny. So cool. Like, oh I yeah. Love the, and like, people yeah. in those towns know you're at, like a, a through hiker. Like yeah, it's so just, like the you the, smell of it. <laughs> the Timberline Lodge in Oregon is like a really fancy hotel. Like it's a really really nice hotel, and they have this awesome all-you-can-eat buffet that's for you know hotel guests but they let the, like the public can go eat there and so if you stop by there in, you know like august or whenever through hikers are going mm-hmm. through it's like half people staying at the hotel and half just like smelly horrible through hikers that haven't showered <laughs> in because like i think at that point i so had gone, like i had hiked from like bend oregon all the way to there without taking a shower and that's like, wow, pretty, it's pretty far. And I was just like super gross, just, but that's so just, far. Yeah. Just absolutely destroying this buffet. I had a similar thing when, <laughs> absolutely when I was in college, we went to Patagonia 
and we like spent like three weeks like hiking around probably the closest mm-hmm. thing i've ever been to like being fully off because like this is when like off the grid because this is when like instagram didn't exist like you only had facebook there was no like photo sharing platforms or anything like that mm-hmm. so yeah i was like 19 and i remember we were gonna miss our bus so we like we like ran we like basically ran back with our big bags and we, we make it back but we actually have like 45 minutes to kill and we went to this we went to this bakery and we were so hungry and all of a sudden like we're just eating a ton of food and we and we look up at each other and I look at my friend and she just has dirt smeared all over her face and it's just like it's just going ballistic on a croissant and I'm yeah. looking around and all these Argentine people are looking at us like we're crazy you know yeah. and it's like wow like it's funny how you just slip into that and but also how amazing that food tastes when mm-hmm. you're when you're when you when you come back yeah I've, I had a fun like I was in Mammoth because um, the PCT goes right through Mammoth California and like I had been skiing there the previous winter and we went to some restaurant and they had like this big fondue thing and, I was, and like me and my, my wife had it and we're like, this was great. And then I went again because I want, like, I remember it being good, and so, but I, and like the fondue, it says like on the menu, it's like for two or three people. And so I, <laughs> of course, just ordered it for myself and the waiter's like that, that's more of like a two or three person thing. And I was like, oh, I'm hiking the PCT right now. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine. and i I was fine it was very easy to eat right yeah you don't count like you're not you know how some like ultra runners will like during at least a race like count Mm -hmm. calories making sure they're getting enough are you just going by feel pretty much i mean i try to buy like the most calorie dense food i can it's kind of the the rule of thumb a lot of people use is like 100 calories per ounce so if it's like ounce yeah If it's like less calories than that, it's kind of not worth carrying. Just not worth it's, it. Yeah. Whoa. But I mean, there's, there's lots of stuff. Like people bring like little applesauce packets or something, which is kind of terrible for like from a weight to calorie perspective. But it also it's like kind of awesome to have like fruit when it, you're out there. It goes down easy. Yeah, no, totally. What's what are you, some of your go to's? Um, I mean, my favorite thing, one of my favorite things is to make these little like I call them like trail pizzas. So like it's a tortilla usually some hot sauce and then like a, some string cheese and pepperoni. Nice. And that so <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, I, I've brought like pizza sauce before too, which is pretty awesome. If you can get little packets of pizza sauce. Um, kind of during the day, if you know, you're going to like stop, finally set up camp and eat one of those like meals that you're just like thinking about it all day. Then oh, it's yeah. like so the small rewards when you're out camping. And again, I've only backpacked. My longest backpacking trip was probably like three or four nighter, but I've done like a long mm-hmm. car camping trip car camping trips which not quite the same but like our three months in alaska i learned I, you just kind of adapt to that lifestyle yeah but like yeah uh, yeah I, I don't really know where i was going with that i just was like i can't imagine how fun it would be to be like 30 days into a backpacking trip and knowing my feet are taking me like the accomplishment and that's why i like right. running so much or even like cycling you can cover a lot of miles but three thousand yeah. miles is insane yeah, yeah i mean that, that's like kind of how i got into the ultra running was after finishing the PCT, I didn't like, I was just sort of sitting around at home and, mm-hmm. um, my wife was like, Oh, there's this like 50 mile race. Like maybe you'd enjoy that. And so it was like a cool way to like, get out and do like big, big mileage days. Like I was doing, but in a lot less time. Right. Right. That's yeah. Cool. So you didn't have nice. any running background prior to hiking. No, I mean, I would like go running just for fitness, but I was, right. I had like, I had done some five K's like, Dude, I did it. I've seen that five mile loop in Ballard you always do on Strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's cool. Have you done a lot of training leading up to this? Or are you kind of just going in with like a decent base and you know you'll get fit? 
Um, I think it's more like I just hope my base is pretty decent. I've done like a good amount. After my 100-mile race, I like stopped running for like three months, gained a ton of weight, and just like mm -hmm. was super <laughs> lazy. But um, I've been like we have like stationary bike at home. I've been riding a lot. And then I finally got back, like, back into my running groove and got back up to like five miles a day. So were you and you skied a little bit this this winter? Yeah, as well? I, I did a lot of skiing. So. I think I did like thirty five days or something. So it's pretty Solid. good, dude. Well, I'm so I'm excited for you. I can't wait to yeah, follow along and just like along. live live vicariously through you because I have eventually I'll do some like long backpacking trip because right. it's just different than running. You get to actually like running. You're, you're just in like a vortex kind of where yeah. it feels like you're just and looking forward. That, the whole that'd time. be fun to do with like my children. Like that's obviously yeah. a ways yeah. away. But I'm like thinking yeah. of Lou and Towns. I'm like, man, how fun would that be? As if like me, Lou and Towns did the PCT or the CD. I'm honestly more into the CDT, I think, than the PCT personally, mm -hmm. just because the PCT is, is like the classic Niles where it's. Like I want to do Washington State section of the PCT. The PCT. Yeah. and like the CDT, I'm like, oh, not everyone talks about that. And also Colorado yeah. to me is just like. I don't know. Rad. Like, just, just yeah, just call it. It's, call, it's just call so it call, rad, dude. Call it rad, bro. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's just a, I don't know. It's a fun area, and like, and then glacier and stuff would be really interesting. So thanks yeah. for sharing uh, that, and we'll uh, we'll do a couple more episodes with you in the future to kind of give an update. Cool. Think, Sounds good. Think of some trail stories. We should I'll, send I'll him a dad's tried shirt while he's out there. I, how many like shirts do you go <laughs> yeah. through? Can we help, um, wait? Can we help you send stuff to a cache? Like, can can we get like like some like fan mail for you or something? Yeah, I mean, we can we can figure that out. One of my friends, like, yeah, send me money. One of my friends sent me this big box of shit on the PCT, and it's like sent me like a roll of duct tape and like a bunch of Tapatio <laughs> hot sauce packets, and it was kind of it's like that's really cool, and I appreciated it, but it was like I don't need a full roll of duct tape out there. <laughs> you probably need less stuff. You'll probably be like, well. I'm shedding this. Did you shed stuff like on the PCT when you first started? I didn't shed too much. Like a lot of people just change all their gear. They're just like, they start out and okay. they, there's a, there's like a little outfitter about 40 miles into the PCT that they, wow, perfect. they just perfect like, placement. everyone shows up there. They're like, like I got there in two days, but a lot of people got there in like six and they're like, I can't do this anymore. And they buy a new backpack, a new tent, new sleeping bag. <laughs> it's like, this guy just has like a great little, not a scam, but like he's he's got a good setup. He knows what he's, he's well doing. positioned. Yeah, yeah. His, his location. He's disrupting well, the market. <laughs> well, we will leave um, your link to your blog in the show notes. And dude, thank you so much. All Keep right. the stride alive, brother. Have fun, All dude. Right. Randall, thanks for jumping on. I'm jealous you're not working at moment anymore, but uh, I'm stoked <laughs> for your next. I know you're gonna have so much fun, dude. It's, it's gonna be sick. This is gonna be way more fun than working. That's oh yeah. Will you post anything on Strava, or is that just takes up too much battery? Yeah, that's just going to probably be too much better. Maybe if I go for like a really big day, um, like some people do like, you know, 24 hour challenges and stuff like that. Like oh, maybe, cool. Maybe then, but yeah. in general, I won't. Sick, but dude. My, awesome. my blog will show where I'm camping every night. It's like a little yeah, GPS a little thing. Tracker. So. Cool. Dang, dude, I'm going to follow along. It's going to be fun. All right. All right, y'all. All right, bro. See you Take later. Talk dude. soon then. Good luck. All right, later. Peace. Peace.